Do you know who's behind your email? What do they fund? Are they building a culture you want to be a part of? This Advent, break up with Big Tech and reboot your email with FIDE. Look us up, F-I-D-E-I. There's a link in the description box below. That's FIDE, how Catholics send email. The one thing that the Pope Splinters don't want you to believe is that the Vatican's new decree allowing for blessings of James Martin couples is a change in church teaching. They absolutely do not want you to believe that. Yet what we have seen in practice is practically every single Bishop's Conference of Africa respond negatively to the decree. We've seen most of the Eastern European bishops respond negatively to the decree. There have been very few bishops who have publicly embraced the decree, and the ones who have all have been in Western Europe and in the Americas, where sadly you would expect the worst of the bishops to be. No one is shocked that liberation theologian bishops have embraced Francis and Fernandez's diabolical declaration that spits on the natural law because it's a change in the theology of the church. The thing about this document that few are noticing is that this document has really been aimed at the laity and the general non-Catholic public. This document is a PR document, if it's anything else. And while the Vatican claims that it's wrong for dioceses to issue ritual guidelines for these blessings, in practice, we have seen many, many bishops issue exactly that in open defiance of the letter of the document. And I say the letter of the document because the expressed intention is to defy the church's teaching while recognizing the church's teaching for pastoral reasons. That's why they can say with a straight face that the teaching of the church hasn't been changed because they're recognizing the teaching of the church, that it just must be overcome for pastoral reasons. The public are the ones who are expected to accept this, and the consequences for priests who don't go along with this are, frankly, of no concern to Rome in the slightest. That's become painfully obvious. Here's an example of how this is playing out in the public relations sense. Headline from the National Catholic Reporter. Vatican shift on James Martin blessings has deep pastoral implications, say theologians. Pastoral has become a word to mean that the church can and should do anything in the name of making people feel nice and loved, even if it means rejecting her own teachings. And I will put theologians in quotes there, by the way. Now, there's no mention of sin anymore or the consequences of sin, and certainly there is no call anymore for the typical layperson to feel abhorrence for sin. Those values are old-fashioned, rigid, and fly in the face of the conciliar reforms. That's what we're told. But yes, there are deep pastoral implications for pastors of the church being able to lead souls to the devil. Quote, Theologians and James Martin crowd advocates greeted with mixed emotions the unexpected December 18th declaration from the Vatican's doctrinal office that Catholic priests could bless double-S couples, as well as divorced and remarried couples. It's a big, small step forward, said Brian Flanagan, a James Martin-type Catholic theologian, such exists apparently, and senior fellow at New Ways Ministry, a James Martin Catholic advocacy organization. Some of the headlines ran too far too fast because it's a very specific and limited declaration, Flanagan said. But he also said that the declaration has, quote, deep pastoral implications for Catholics around the world, especially in places that currently don't have civil parodies of holy matrimony at all. Flanagan emphasized the, quote, number of people who might give their relationship to Christ and their relationship to the church a second thought, a more open thought who might feel welcome now in the church in a way 
they would not have otherwise. He continued, I think it's a huge move, end quote. In other words, this document will help the cause of Catholics in places where the laws of the state do not allow for James Martin's parody of holy matrimony. There are plenty of places in the world that don't have that law in their books who have expressly written laws quite to the opposite. In fact, they have actually resisted the pressures of Western governments to force this nonsense onto their countries. This document is a wedge into changing those laws because it's meant to go towards the laity. It's a foot in the door for the further spread of this diabolical error beyond the corrupt and decadent West. I don't think anyone could have foreseen the church founded by Christ being used as a blunt instrument to force these changes onto the less wealthy parts of the world, but here we are. That is what we are seeing now. The church has fully been co-opted for ideological use by the secular powers, who themselves are in the service of Satan. This is, of course, nothing new. The main difference now is that this is a much more over-the-top, insidious, and obviously diabolical use of the church that has been founded by Christ, but has now been taken by those who stand in opposition to the church's actual purpose. That this is lost on the people who are celebrating this change is not surprising. Since the so-called theologian quoted in the article above has given himself over completely to sins that cry out to heaven for justice, sins that even cause the devils to flee the sight of when they are being committed, if the exorcists who talk about these things are to be believed, sins that disgust even the demons. Do not be surprised that those like the person in the quote from the article above celebrate what this has done to the church. Sin, after all, darkens the intellect. One can only guess what the effect on the intellect is of sins that cry out to heaven for justice. Now, the article continues and describes how an activist named Marianne Duddy Burke celebrates this decision, who is herself a member of the James Martin crowd and in a parody of the sacrament of holy matrimony herself. She is a lifelong activist for this cause and says that this is a major step forward for having the James Martin crowd be treated with, a, with what they would call human dignity and be affirmed by the church. Quote, Duddy Burke emphasized that this was not the end point of the long journey towards full equality and full affirmation, but she said, I do think it's important for us to stop and celebrate the milestones along that journey, and this feels like a significant milestone. I'm just so grateful to all the people throughout the decades who have told their stories and lived openly and who have fought to maintain their place in the church, said Duddy Burke, who earlier this year was invited to speak in a Catholic Church for the first time since 1986. The document for the Vatican's dicastery for the doctrine of the faith comes just two years after the same office declared in 2021 that double S pairings could not be blessed because of God, quote, cannot bless sin. Duddy Burke called the change the blink of an eye in Vatican time. The reversal, she said, quote, showed that church officials had recognized the way that the original statement had harmed James Martin, quote-unquote, Catholics and their families, and that Vatican officials were taking, quote, seriously their role as shepherds to all people, end quote. Note that they're using a language similar to that of civil rights. The implications for that are enormous, obviously, since it does cast the church into the light of the villain in the story. The church is apparently in the wrong. The church, according to folks like those interviewed for that article, is not helping those who have been cast to the margins of society. The church has herself cast them to the margins of society. In fact, maybe the principal cause of them being cast to the margins of society. 
Is this view of the church in this story compatible with the church being the spotless, sinless bride of Christ? I don't see how it can be, since this practice of the church and this teaching of the church goes back to the time of Christ and predates the establishment of the Catholic Church on the rock of Peter by millennia. The church has been wrong on the issue, they tell us. You can see the rejection of the moral authority of the church in the statement by the activists every time they say that the church has been wrong on this. Now it's such a big step forward for those who the decree affects. How could it not be a big step forward towards their goal of being affirmed and treated the same in the eyes of the church and by definition in the eyes of God when the church is declaring such relationships as good because that's what a blessing does. After all, I mean, the word blessing in other languages is rooted in the word benediction, which basically means to declare something holy or good in the church. Once this is understood in its fullest implication, the rest flows naturally. We haven't had a full normalization of of the sin in question yet, but this document is an important first step to achieving just that goal of theirs, perhaps under a future successor of Francis, or perhaps in another declaration by Fernandez in the coming months or years. Only time will tell on that score, though. I'm curious, though, what do you think about this? Are you surprised that there is such a thing as self-described James Martin-type theologians in the church? Are you surprised that Jesuits are celebrating this? Is it a surprise that the loss of the sense of sin has led to this place? Remember, sin darkens the intellect. And the more one gives themselves over to more serious sins, including those that cry out to heaven for justice, the more our intellect is darkened, our ability to see the truth is obscured. That is core to this as well. And remember, the vast majority of Catholics on Sundays want the the teaching of the church on this issue to be changed, to be more accepting and welcoming to people. That is where the church is, at least in America, Western Europe. That's where it is. We've seen the research data on this. The typical pew-sitting Catholic is with the intent of this declaration. So let me know what you think about all that in the comments, please. Hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So does sharing this on social media. That helps too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.